December 15th, 2023. We're in Masechet Bava Kama and Dafhet Amud Bet, and we're uh, about seven lines from the bottom, maybe nine lines from the bottom of the Amud. And uh, we're up to the last word on the line where it says Amar, Amar Abaye. This morning's class is dedicated by Abraham Cohen in honor of his uncle Stanley Cohen. The Gemara begins like this Amar Abaye, Reuven Shemachar Sadel Le Shimon Be'achrayut. If there's an individual who sold his field to another, Be'achrayut. The word Achrayut literally means responsibility. And in the context of uh, purchases and, uh, and sales, it's, it refers to the fact that the seller is accepting upon himself the responsibility of, if any of my debtors come afterwards and collect that land from you, it's on me, I have to make it up. There needs to be a formal acceptance and document of achrayut. So I sold my lands to Abi, and in so doing, while so doing, I accept achrayut. I accept the responsibility that if my debtor comes along, whether I know about him or not, and collects from you, Abi, it's on me to make it up. I owe you that money afterwards. So there, there apparently is a land with a lien. No, because you can also write a document without accepting achrayut. So we're entering that detail into the equation. Every time we've referred to it, we've taken it for granted. Uh, the times that I've referred to it, it hasn't really been relevant in our Gemara. The fact that there's a lien on the land uh, we, is always going to be the reality. Whether the initial person, the person who made the sale, yes, I always spoke about it as, and he'll make it up afterwards, assuming, assuming there's ahrayut. He doesn't have money, but I'll have to make it up afterwards when I get the money. And the debtor of Reuven, the seller, comes and, indeed, as expected, vetaraf mishimon, and he collects or grabs the land that's now in the possession of the buyer, Shimon. After all, he claims, you owe me money, Reuven. Reuven says, I don't have the money. He says, but I did my research. I know that you had these lands at the time of the loan. I'm going to go and collect from them. And indeed, he does so. Says the Gemara, now certainly when Reuven, when Harari gets the money, he'll have to pay Abi, he'll have to pay Shimon. But what about in the moment? What about if in that moment Reuven turns to Shimon, Harari turns to Abi, and he says to him, you know something, they're collecting, but Shelok Hadin, I paid them back already. Can I, as the person who sold and no longer really holds on to that land, can I show up in court in order to defend, well, really, the person who purchased the land from me? Am I a voice in the court hearing over that land which has already been sold by me? So, to claim and to say that I paid him back, indeed. That's going to be the claim. You might ask already. Not so simple. Again, in such a circumstance, Reuven is me. I sold the land to you, Shimon. Now, uh, I don't know. I, I gotcha. I said me, all right? As a, but the Gemara is going to talk about Reuven and Shimon. Uh, now, another person, Amala, comes and says, But Harari, you, owe, you owed me money. Harari, um, excuse me, Mala comes and is, uh, is claiming to Abi, to the Shimon of our case, that I get to collect that land. Reuven, that's Harari, is able to go 
to court and to make a claim against Mala, the third person, the debtor in this situation, that I already paid you back. We have to talk about the significance of that. We have to talk about the significance. And in turn, if I win the case, obviously, if I prove it, he doesn't go after land. But one second, just let the Gemara speak it out, and then we'll address Dinahu, because I, I said the halacha before we read it in the Gemara. Dinahu, the law indeed is, de azil, azil means to go, reuven means the seller, that's me, umishta'ed dina, and he can deal with the uh, legal uh, circumstances, bahadeh, in court. And Mala cannot say about Harari, get out of here, you don't belong here. You are not a litigant, you are not a, uh, a, a member of this court hearing. You have nothing to do with this. Go take a hike. Are you making a testimony? If you make a testimony, we might be able to hear it. But the fact that you're coming with claims, what sort of claims? As Rashi fills in for us, the claim that Harari will make, that Reuven will make in such a situation is, you have been paid back, Mala. As a result, you can't collect now from AB unless you take a swear, unless you make a shivua. That's a very significant thing. So first in Rashi, and then we'll address questions. Tosafot will address questions as well. well one second. Says Rashi, We're two lines before the lines get wide in Rashi. The the seller, the mocher reuven, can deal with the legal proceedings together with the baal hov, with the debtor. Lesaleko, to remove him, me'oto karka, from that land, which A.B. Shimon is holding on to. Bidvarim, with words. Im yesh lo reuven, shum tevi'al baal hovo. If reuven, Harari, has any claim against the baal hov, me'ala, lomar praaticha, to claim and to say, I paid you back. Because after all, the halacha is b'masechet shivuot. Rashi cites from the Gemara and shivuot on daf mem aleph. De'af al gav dinakit shtara. Even if Mala, the debtor, the baal chov, is holding on to a document which is in his hands and says, "You owe me, Harari, a hundred thousand dollars." I amar le. If Harari says to Mala, nonetheless, I see your document, and I don't know how you're still holding on to that, but you know something, li de la praticha. You need to now swear to me in court that I didn't pay you back by ishtabue. The halacha is it's derived from pasu. The understanding is of the hachamim. You need to swear. Now swears are no simple matter, and the fact that I can force that swear is very significant. That's what the Gemara has said for us thus far. But just one last point before we uh, take questions on this matter. Uh, it just needs to be noted that the question on this Rashi is, well, the fact that we'll make Mala swear, the court could do that anyway. You didn't need per se Harari there. Abi, the Shimon, could have said, you know, I heard from Reuven that he paid you back. Swear up right now. So the fact that I, the initial seller, am allowed to walk into court in Rashi's explanation isn't fully explained what difference I make. Ritva elsewhere and some of the Rishonim suggest in Rashi that nonetheless my presence and the fact that I'm allowed to legally be there, part of the court proceedings, is very significant because whereas Mala might either literally forget that Harari paid him back if he's just in court with Abi, or B, won't be embarrassed to, to lie to Abi. He knows he's looking at Abi. Abi doesn't know one way or another. He just knows what Harari told him. It's Harari's words versus Mala. If Harari's in court, if Reuven is in court with the Baal Chov, it's a lot more intimidating. So that in and of itself is significant. A question still? Yeah, it, just. The first thing you said, I didn't understand. 
you could sell the land to AB with a saying that there's no little No achrayut. Obviously, he's going to buy the land at a much lower price because I have no responsibility to follow, you know, to, to make it up. There's a, this land has a lien, A.B. Could you sell them if there's no lien on it? No, 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 you can't do that. The lien is a reality. Ahrayut is not a question. No, 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 no. The, 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 the lien means that the debtors can collect. This question, ahrayut, is a question of whether me, the seller, once the debtors collect from the buyer, if I have to now compensate the buyer. That's the question we're addressing. That's ahrayut. And so that needs to be stipulated. I've been assuming all throughout that you stipulated. Every time we talked about this, I said, and of course, I wanted to calm everyone down. Of course, if A.B. then comes to me afterwards, I have to pay him back. Now, that's, that's not so simple. Generally speaking, that'll be in the shtar, that'll be in the document. We're going to talk a little bit more about this, about times where it isn't. Why would it not be? Why would A.B. buy with it without it? It's a big risk, but he could get a premium deal. He could buy the land at a very low price and hope, and hope that, uh, that Mala never shows up. I know Malin moved overseas, he's never going to show up. Right, so that's what we're dealing with over here. So again, the question that just lingers... Shimon's the one who bought it, that's A.B. Reuven. Nice to meet you. I don't have it, not only do I not have it, you have still the document that I pay, that, that, that I owe you, right? So that, that's the... Now, now, in terms of this issue, of, of, again, Reuven, Harari, showing up in court. So Rashi helped us a little bit because Rashi told us Harari can now um, uh, make uh, Mala, the debtor, swear. As we said, it's a little difficult because anyway you would have had to swear if even Shimon Abi makes that claim, but it makes it a little more intimidating. Tosafot gives two alternative answers. Here on the right-hand side, Tosafot, Dinahu de Azil Reuven ve Dina Bahadeh. This long, longish Tosafot says, Vim Tomar. And if you'll ask, May Nafka Mina. What is the practical difference about Harari being there or not? Anything that Harari, Reuven, the seller, could claim against the debtor, Mala, we, the court, will make that claim for Shimon. We make that claim for Shimon. The halacha is the court. The system, the judges will make that ta'ana, will open the mouth, so to speak, of A.B., empowering him to make the claim against you, Mal, of the Baal Chov, that it was really paid back. So that's Tosafot's question. They get into a full conversation about the specifics on this matter. Go ahead. The question is, just quite simply, what's the difference? My nafkamina, if the Mocher, if Reuven, Harari, is in court or not. Rashi said it's because he can make a ta'ana of pira'aticha. Tosafot's question is, we know from the Gemara elsewhere that the court will make the claim of para uh, or pra'aticha for Abi vis-a-vis Harari, right? In other words, the buyer, ta'aninan le'la lokeh. The halakha is that the buyer... That's right. I don't need to say that. The court would say that anyway. A.B. will say, maybe he was paid. I heard from Harari you were paid. And the court says, you know something? We're making the claim that Harari paid you. Malo, swear up. That's the halakha. If I came and said, it certainly is. But the point of Tosafot is, anyway, it's the reality. So the way some, again, answer for Rashi or answer for the simple interpretation over here is, it's still more intimidating. If I'm there, Malo's not going to lie. 
No, that's the point of Tosafot. The point of Tosafot, no, you certainly don't need to show. The only reason I want to show up is so that I save the money that I don't need to pay A, B afterwards. So that... Very, very, very much so. Swears were very intimidating and very difficult. And as a, as a result, this swear business is very significant. However, the swear would anyway, the swear would anyway be in place is what Tosafot's questioning and asking, even if I didn't show up. So what's this? What's that? I'll be more intimidating. Interesting. Uh, th- that happens to be true. But furthermore, I, in other words, I want to be there as well. My, my appearance will help the buyer. Anyway, so it says Tosafot here, if you skip all the way down to four lines, an important, important conversation in the middle. True. The buyer will be all right. The question is about me, uh, the seller. Tosafot here, four lines into the, uh, well, uh, almost the widest lines. says Tosafot, V'yesh lomar, denafka uh, four lines from the bottom of the Amud in Tosafot, L'Re'aya Aharona. Kigon She'amar Shim'on en li edim ve'en li re'aya, u'l'achar zeman matza re'aya o edim, de Shim'on en yachol lehaviam, Re'uven she'lo amar en li edim, yachol lehaviam. Tosafot appeals to a Gemara in Masechet Sanhedrin and Daf Lamed Aleph. The Gemara over there refers to what's known as, quote-unquote, Re'aya Aharona. In other words, if over the course of the court proceedings, ultimately speaking, the AB in this case, the buyer, person who is in court with the debtor, the mala, uh, says, Enli uh, I have no proof that Harari paid. Enli Aidim, I have no witnesses. If he admits to that and says that, the court proceeding will ultimately speaking wind down, and even if... Out of nowhere, lucky him, they showed up at his door, two witnesses say, by the way, we saw when Harari paid him back. Oh, by the way, we have a document, some sort of receipt or something or another. He's no longer allowed to submit that. Once his words were stated in court, we close his ability to now bring witnesses or evidence. That's the halakha. Says Tosafot, well, wait a second. If Harari now is allowed to come, if the seller is allowed to show up, even if the buyer, the lokeach, the shimon, the ab said, I can now open that case up again. I never said those words. So Tosafot's first answer is technical answer. The Both of their answers will be that it's still significant that I can and show up and say, I'm a part of this case because I give more rights to the uh, defense uh, party, uh, the defendant, in saying that we can still bring proof, we can still, still bring evidence. Inamet, Tosafot alternatively answers, different answer, but again, same question. Let me remind you what the question is. The question is, my nafkamina, who cares? It's almost a significant statement of Abayyid that if Harari shows up at the case when the Baal Chov is there with Shimon, that Reuven is allowed to be a part of it, and you can't say, Lav Baal Devarim Didi'at. So what? Tosafot's answer initially is I can reopen the case. Second answer of Tosafot. Go ahead, no problem. I think he should have to be there because why should he be under so much pressure to prove if you got paid, you got paid back? It's not it's not, he should not be there. It's not not really he bought a land. He bought the land and the land is yeah. now in his possession, Nathan. If the land is in his possession, it's his business. The person says you. It's, it's the other person. It's his business to prove it. Now, if he get if it gets seized and I have ahra and he has ahrayut from me, I have to pay back. But the court proceedings are on him. Uh, says the Gemara. Iname, says Tosafot. Iname, a different answer. He doesn't lose the case. Of 
course I have to pay him back. Achrayut. We had achrayut. We're talking about where there is achrayut. No, no, no. Look, look, look at it in the Gemara. Be'achrayut. Amar Abaye. Reuven shemachas adele shim'on be'achrayut. There is with the responsibility. It's only because there's achrayut that I'm able to show up. We didn't even read these words in the Gemara yet. The only reason I'm able to show up and say I'm a part of this case is because I say, once you grab the land from A.B. Mala, he's going to turn to me. That's the only reason I have a, a, a mouthpiece in this court case. The only reason I'm able to open my mouth. Right? Tosafot gives a different answer. Iname says, Another case could be, and the Hachamim talk about this case elsewhere, what if Mala says, you know something, I, I'm not very interested, and I'm not very, I don't, I'm suspicious of the courts over here, they're small courts, they're less experienced, I want to go to Betin Hagadol, I want to go to the grand and greater Betin. And so he has the right to make such a claim, he has the right to make such a demand in this case. But A.B., the buyer, he's busy with his goods, he's busy with his business, he's busy with his family, he's not able to go. In such a situation, it aids, it's a good, it's a good thing that Harari, well, he's a rabbi, he's got plenty of time to go, and so as a result, I'll show up. The fact that I'm able to be a part of this case, says Tosafot, is significant. In these technical situations, the fact that A.B. wouldn't either be able to reopen the case, or A.B. wouldn't be able to show up at Beit Din Hagadol, which would mean that you're going to go to Beit Din Hagadol and he's going to be absent, he's not going to be able to show his face, I'll be able to step in. It's significant enough for us to make this point, says Abaye, that the mocher shekibel achrayut, the seller who accepts the responsibility of what happens when the field is seized from the buyer, can now be a part of that case. Let's just read the Gemara again through. Amara Abaye, I'm still on the hook, but not only on the hook, I'm still a part of the case if I want to be. If I want to be, but I'm on the hook, no, no question. I want to be a part of the case so that I don't need to be uh, responsible afterwards. So Reuven sold the field to Shimon, Harari to Cohen, with responsibility that this field, which has a lien, or had a lien in my mind, and the Ba'alhov, the Mala, will come and collect it from you, uh, it's my responsibility to pay you back, A.B., afterwards. And indeed, Mala shows up, knocks at the door of A.B., and says, I'd like the field, and grabs the field from him. Dinahu, the law is, can go, and can deal with the legal proceedings together with Mala, the Ba'alhov. And the Baal Chov, the Mala, cannot, Maseh, can, la, cannot say, You're not my litigant. You're not in this case with me. You're not the defense. The defense over here is AB. You can't say so. Why not? Because I respond, Darn right, I'm a part of this case. You should know, Mala, if you take this field from AB, Alai. Uh, he's going to turn to me to pay him back. And as a result, I am very much a part of this case with all the ramifications that that brings, as we detailed in Tosafot. We weren't addressing that. It wasn't relevant before. We weren't talking. 
I always, that's what I said a few times, I, I always said it simply, just so nobody got nervous, that when they take it from AB, it's going to fall on me. I assumed it's Bahrayut. My assumption is that over 90% of deals would be with Bahrayut. I think it's only a person who's willing to take a real risk on this and wants because the only, Abaye, why is Abaye bringing this case up now? Because the only reason I'm able to, according to this version, show up in court is because there's Ahrayut. If there wasn't Ahrayut, Mala says, what are you doing here? You have nothing to do with this. This is between me and Abi now. You have nothing, you're not connected to that land any longer. Uh, again, we're not questioning. It's the statement. I, I, it's a statement that even though it's now in the possession of AB, I still can show up. Obviously. Uh, says you. Why? It's not my field any longer. But you are, but you're responsible. That's the point. Ikad Amre. Okay, so maybe it's for the Ikad Amre. Says the Gemara, Even if I didn't accept that responsibility. Even if I'm not on the hook, even if when Abi, the Levi, bought from, excuse me, the Shimon bought from the Reuven, Reuven has no responsibility. He says, listen, I'm selling you this field. There might, might not be a lien on it. You do your research. If there's a lien on it and someone grabs it from you, not my responsibility. You're, it's between you and that person. I'm never paying you back. Even if that's the case, the Gemara says, and this one you'll have to admit is a You don't think this one's a Hidush even? This one's certainly a Hidush. Nonetheless, nonetheless, I can show up in court. What's that? Testifying is different. This is not testimony. This is claims. This is forcing a swear. This is showing up in court and acting as the defendant. That's a witness. That's a witness. A witness is okay. No. Mm -mm. No, there needs to be a claim. There needs to be a formal claim. It's not a witness over here. It's a formal claim. Now the Betin, that's a question of Tosafot. The Betin can make him swear anyway. The Bedin could say, we're speaking for A.B. for the Shimon and forcing you to swear. So that's what Tosafot said, but there are other ramifications. Not our issue right now. The point more than anything is the fact that I can show up to court helps A.B. That's significant. Could say, you don't belong in court. Keep your mouth shut. Sit in the back if you need to. The fact that I'm able to sit at the table up in the front, stare Mala in the eyes is very significant. Why am I allowed to do that? That's the claim of the Gemara. That's Abaye saying, because I'm still part of the case. I'm still part of the case if I have Ahrayut. Even if I don't have Ahrayut or I didn't give Ahrayut, I could still show up. Again, that's significant for me to show up. I can reopen the case. I can go to Beit Hagadol. I could stand in instead of Abi. Those are significant. Says the Gemara, there are those who say, even when I didn't accept the responsibility of when the land is potentially taken from UAB, I'm going to pay back. I can still show up. I'm still considered a Baal Davar. Why am I still a Baal Davar? Because when Harari shows up, when Reuven shows up and stares uh, uh, the Baal Chov male in the eyes, he says to him, You know something? It's true. I don't have responsibility to AB. And AB is fending for himself right now. However, it's not comfortable for me that he'll have taramit, that he'll have anger, that he'll have anxiety, he'll still be uh, unhappy with the deal. And that in and of itself, the fact that 
that I say that, you know, my relationship with A.B. is very important. I, I imagine this is what Judah says, it's Pashut, but it's not so Pashut. The Taromet claim, again, my relationship with A.B., which I want to endure and to continue, is significant enough to give me a legal grounding in court. Stole the land that the bright Christ, you know, yeah, but even still, he ends up with nothing. Good. And so Nathan, and nonetheless, and nonetheless, you're only making the claim better for for Judah, and nonetheless, even though A.B. bought it at such a low price, we're assuming, because it was Shaloba Ahrayut, I can nonetheless show up because I say I want to protect our relationship. Protect your relationship, you're not obligated, and he got such a good deal, it was so cheap. My relationship, but the fact that now he sees me in court defending him helps the relationship. We always have question about who's the Baal Devarim. All the time, all the time. You want, we, we always question, could you make this claim in court against the person? Can you even open the case? All the time. La Baal Devarim Didiat are words in the Gemara all the time. You don't belong in this case, you can't make a claim. If you have testimony, you could bring it, but you're not, you're not a part of it. I understand, but... Because the money that's owed to me is no longer being collected from me. It's being collected from A.B. He's not coming to me. He's coming to A.B. That's why. And we could and should say the assumption is that I'm out of it. Ultimately speaking, I am, especially when there's no ahrayut. I'm completely out of it. The land's being, it's going to be collected from A.B. No. Ahrayut means I'm required to pay A.B. I right. can show. Can, can, no. No, no, no. So that's what Tosafot is saying, no. I've, I'm taking Tosafot's word for it. Tosafot says there's nothing that changes in the fact that I'm actually there. Not in terms of the obligation to swear. I gotcha. Not, not in the questions that are asked. Not in the obligation to swear. But, but the, the point of Tosafot, this is what they say, I'm taking their word for it, is that court could, the, the court judges would do that in my place no matter what for him. Uh-huh. You're allowed to ask him anything of a light speak. I mean, once you open up the swearing show up, if the court maybe doesn't, so maybe it is much more significant to show up. I'm not sure that, well, and court can't do so? Betin can't be Miguel Gil Shivua? Once you make him swear, okay. Alright, so you're adding another ramification potentially. Maybe the, I'm not sure. Jeffrey says that there's a concept known as Gilgul Shivua that you can throw into the swear other things while we're in the midst of making you swear. Maybe the fact that the person himself, that Uven was there, he can add different things which Betin wouldn't. Alright, another ramification potentially as well. Of course, of course it's his fault. You're only making the claim that I shouldn't be able to show up, all right? He's, he, he has no, he, did, he didn't do his due diligence. He got a cheap piece of land because it had no ahrayut from me. And nonetheless, my relationship with him is so significant that I'm allowed to show up and defend him. That's the point. That's, that's what the... Let's say you tell... That's right. Then someone comes and says, oh, I'm still owed the money, then he would want to testify to prove he's still credible 
Okay, certainly. I know it's, in other words, Judah said, okay, I want it to be further away from You're saying then there's a real relationship issue. I'm suggesting even when there isn't a real relationship issue, Abi was aware of it and he bought it at a low price, I can still show up. I mean, your, your situation is even better. It makes it more logical. It's worse. And then it's, it's worse for me in terms of my relationship. It makes more sense I can show up. Okay, says the Gemara onward, and yet another statement of Abaye in the context of sales and lands and things of this sort. Reuven shemachar so, uh, again, I sold as Reuven to Shimon, to Abi, a land, It's clear to Abi, it's clear legally, that if a Baal Chov, if a debtor, if the Mala in this situation shows up and collects the land, takes the land from Abi, I have no responsibility. And uh, initially, in the first stages, we'll have to talk about, we're going to explain the Gemara today, at the very least, in the initial stages, according to Rashi, and then we'll have to explain it in the other way, according to Tosafot. But here's the way it works. Abi's holding on to the land. We're going to go with Rashi, and Abi has not done yet anything with, we go, well, we'll, we'll Let's leave that for a second. We don't know what Abi. Abi's looking at the land. He begins walking over the land. And Yasu'a le'asikim. What are asikim? Rashi orrin. Lomar shelanuhi. There are individuals who say, that land that you're holding on to, Abi, is ours. Nothing to do with debtors. Don't leave debtors out of this. It's another interpretation of the Gemara. Rashi, uh, what's the situation? I sold the land to Abi. And Eddie shows up and says, Abi, that land is mine. Okay, what's the halakha? Now, I sold it to him. Shalom achrayut. I sold it to him that even if a debtor shows up and collects it, it's not on me. Ad, ba, and we're going to explain this again according to Rashi now, until Abi makes a legal transaction action on the land, which means to say, the halakha, and we'll read it later in this Gemara, elsewhere and as well. The halakha is, in Kiddushin, in Bava Batra, the halakha is that in order to acquire land, you need to do what's called hazaka. There are different ways of effectuating hazaka. But in addition to paying the money, you need to do an action to the land. You need to put on a new lock. You need to build a gate around it. Something of that sort. That He hasn't yet done that. So he's looking at the land, and he, uh, he made a formal agreement with me, but nothing in terms of the transactional actions has been done yet. What's the halakha in such a circumstance? Yachola hazorbo. Uh, A.B. can back out of this deal. He can claim to Harari, this was mekahtaut. He could turn to me and, to say, and say, I never knew. Give it a second. Gentlemen, give it a second. Give it a second. We, we haven't seen both ways. Morris, I answered that question already. Morris, Morris, I answered that. You changed the lock. You built a gate and so forth. We explained the Gemara like Rashi. That's what happened. Good question, Charlie, but you didn't read the Gemara yet. So give it a second before you ask the question. So the Gemara says, if I sold the land to A.B. In such a circumstance, A.B. can claim what's called which means to say it was a faulty transaction. I didn't know there was an Eddie. I didn't realize that it wasn't yours. I don't want to go to court over this. I don't want to have to deal with this. I could go to court. I could fight with witnesses and testimony and, and, and evidence. Not interested. I'm giving it back to you. However, and before we deal with the Ahrayut again, but let's say A.B. did, 
according to Rashi, make a hazaka on the land. So he uh, shows up on the land and he now uh, puts on a new lock or he builds a gate or he does something of that sort. En hazorbo, he can no longer renege on the deal. He can no longer say, this is a mekah ta'ut. He can no longer say, this was not what I had in mind. I didn't realize that I was getting a land which had oredin, which had asikin on it. Now the Gemara, again, still let it, let it fill, fill its words out. Maita'ama questions the Gemara, why can't A.B. nonetheless back out? Again, he had no foreknowledge, no, uh, uh, no uh, understanding that there were Asikin, that there was an Eddie who says that this land is his. Isn't it Mekah Ta'ut? The answer is because Harari, the Reuven, who sold this land to Shimon, de Amar Le, I say to you, Abi, Hayata de Katre, you bought a sealed bag. Which means to say, I learned this uh, in, uh, just uh, 10 years ago, sight unseen. You were willing to buy this land without doing due diligence. You bought the land, you bought the land, you showed that you're all trusting. You bought a sealed bag, assuming it had beautiful goods in it, without any question. You proved from the fact that you made a transaction from me, that you bought this sight unseen for all intents and purposes. Not actually sight unseen, but you accepted this as what it is, what assuming it's good. And therefore, oh, hang tight, that's what it seems clear from the Gemara, right? If there is a give it a second. Says the Gemara, Savarta vekabalta. You, A.B., you were sover and mekabel, you uh, understood and you nonetheless accepted. Very clearly, this is only because it's shiloh ba'achrayut. If you did it ba'achrayut, you're saying in some way, shape, or form, I'm not so, I'm not so quick and gung-ho on this land. I'm a little circumspective. I'm not 100% sure what the details are. The fact that you were willing to buy this, shiloh ba'achrayut, revealed your mindset, entering into this, that, whatever it is, I'm happy with it. I'm buying a sealed bag, a mystery box. I'm happy with that. And I paid for that mystery box. Guess what? You opened it up and there was Eddie hiding in side of it. That's what it is. That's This is only once he put the gate or the lock. Had he not put the gate or the lock, explaining the Gemara like Rashi, uh, in that circumstance, he can still turn back. All right, we'll continue with this Gemara, understanding it fully and with Tosafot next time. Baruch Amen, Amen. Of course.